Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You heard Mark Fry a moment ago. Twins fall in the Grapefruit League to Atlanta. Uh, the Braves got off to a quick start. Uh, twins rally with five late. It'll be the Twins and the Tigers tomorrow at noon on the radio from Fort Myers. Of course, the huddle, Pete Nigerian, Dave Schwartz between 10 and noon. Then the Twins Grapefruit League game. And we're into March, and uh, the countdown to the regular season is underway. And injuries are the biggest concern is everybody getting ready uh for spring train you know for the season in spring training biggest thing you want to avoid injuries well the, the twins have seen some injury so far and, and joining us to uh, update where the club stands phil miller from the star tribune online at startribune.com and phil how you been uh doing pretty well steve uh what are we three weeks from opening day now three and a half yeah, yeah it, it it it's going to go quick before you know it. Uh, you'll be coming north uh, for the start of the season. I, I mentioned injuries, and let, let's let's start with Jose Miranda. This was a story that that came out a couple of days now about uh, removing himself uh, from the World Baseball Classic with right shoulder soreness. How much concern should there be among Twins fans about this? Well, I don't think uh, – I would say at this point not very much. Uh, I don't okay. think the Twins are very concerned either. It is, uh, um, it, it's sort of thing that uh, if, if he had left for a couple of weeks and they didn't have their eyes on him and uh, didn't know what uh, – you know, uh, how, he is, uh, how he is treating the injury, they might have a little more um, – wariness about it so that's why uh I mean you said he withdrew I guess that is technically correct but I think they asked him to uh to withdraw just for uh you know this is a big season for him this is he's uh, he's he's a starter on a big league team uh and uh it's uh it's first full season he's uh, had that position so I think they want to make sure that he's uh, okay the the soreness uh he said is uh is Nothing, uh, nothing that he hasn't had before, and he just thinks uh, he uh, worked so much before camp opened that um, he's just uh, it, it. It only it doesn't hurt him at the plate. It only hurts when he throws all the way across the diamond as hard as he can. So, not a big thing, I don't think. Okay, and uh, Gilberto Celestino, who uh, due to injury turned out to be a, a big part of the Twins outfield uh, a year ago. Uh, more serious injury there. 
Yeah, it's too bad for Gilberto. And you're right, he is a, he, he's a good trivia question. What uh, Twins outfielder played more games than any other uh, last year? I don't know how many people would have guessed uh, Gilberto Celestino, but he did. I, 100 and, 112, 118 games, something like that. But, uh, yeah, he... Uh, he had the exact same injury that Carlos Correa told me uh, that he always is uh, so worried about sliding head first and uh, catching your thumb on a base. Um, uh, Carlos uh, uh, said he wakes up at night thinking about that injury. He told me that last wow. year. And uh, just because just it's so easy to have happen. And uh, this was a good case of it. I don't think Gilberto knew – uh, how serious it was when it happened. He slid into second, uh, trying to steal second base, uh, and uh, the thumb got caught and broke a bone. And it, it uh, more than just a cast, it needed to have uh, a little bit of surgery to uh, to get it in the right position so it can heal correctly. That's that's um, well, the twins are saying six to eight weeks. Uh, yeah, that's a couple months uh, at least that he's out. I don't think. He was going to make the team um, if everyone had stayed healthy, but of course everyone doesn't stay healthy. And yeah. Now, uh, now it's hit him. Yeah, and for for a player like that, that that's particularly hurtful because you know they're they're on the bubble and probably thinking, well, I'm going to start the year in AAA St. Paul, but it's nevertheless. Uh, a, a setback for him, but as I mentioned at the top, you know, right now health is uh, job one. You know, getting through these spring training games, getting your work in, but but beyond that, being healthy for the start of the season. And you know, the injury bug a year ago for the Twins was just yeah, it, it it was almost unbelievable at times the the number of players that went down with injuries. So you know, hopefully this is a bump in the road. Mm-hmm. And, and not a trend moving forward. Yeah, it was last year was the worst I've ever seen, and oh. uh, you know the Twins have uh, have learned from it. Uh, that's why you have not seen Byron Buxton uh, in the lineup yet. That's why you have not seen Jorge Polanco in the lineup yet. Um, they are both relatively healthy. Uh, um, you know, Byron had uh, knee surgery, uh, and he is. Um, he says he's fine and is ready to go, but and the the twins have uh, have had him hit. I just watched him clobber a 400 foot uh, 400 foot home run in uh, live batting practice off of a poor minor league kid who didn't know uh, what he was getting into uh, this <laughs> afternoon. Uh, you know, he says he could play, uh, and the twins will have him out in the field uh, at some point, but they're in no hurry because. Uh, uh, you know, whatever games Byron has to give is, uh, uh, you know, they want him to be regular season games. So he's, uh, they're letting him just get prepared at his own pace. Same with Jorge Polanco, who did not have knee surgery, but had a knee injury in September and missed the last three or four weeks. Um, he says he's still, it, he can still feel it a little bit, but he's fine. He could play the same thing. He's hitting, um, and is ready to play whenever they want him to, but um, they're going to be careful because uh, because of their experience uh, last year. So I suspect we're still oh a week at least from seeing either one of them in an actual game. Uh, early reports on Ken Tamaeda uh, figures to be a big part of the rotation this year. 
if he can return to form pre-injury, uh, it, it would be gigantic for this team. There, there are other pitches that are added, but uh, Maeda's return to health and to be a guy they can rely on every fifth day is, is huge. Yeah, and he's 35 now, uh, or will be uh, when the season starts. Uh, so uh, he's a guy that you might start to worry about anyway. But, uh, you know, it's early. He's only pitched twice, but both of them were uh, were pretty impressive. Uh, he says that he's going to be one of those cases where he has Tommy John surgery and the new elbow ligament is uh, is so effective that he pitches harder, that he pitches better than he did before. We'll see if that's true, but um, I will say he has uh, he has looked awfully good the first two uh, outings, uh, and we discovered that uh, he pitched two shutout innings on Thursday in uh, the, the Tropicana Dome, uh, even though the Rays could hear the catcher's uh, earpiece, they could hear what pitch was coming. Wow! They're using that. Uh, they're using the pitchcom uh, little broadcast uh, thing to communicate, and uh, the Rays knew what pitches were coming apparently, and uh, and still uh, they got a couple of hits, but uh, didn't score off of Kenta. He was he was really proud of that. Yeah, good stuff. Another uh, key guy they they gave up the the American League batting champ uh, Luis Arise to get him. Pablo Lopez will pitch tomorrow against the Tigers and that game, by the way, here at noon. Uh, what are the early reports on Lopez? How does he look? The reports on all the starting pitchers uh, have been have been excellent. I have been uh, I've really been uh, startled by uh, how good the uh, each one of the starters have looked. And again, they're uh, they're only one time through, so yeah. um, you know uh, Tyler Malley and I think Bailey Ober have only pitched uh, one inning, but uh, but. They look good, and uh, I was really impressed with Pablo Lopez. Uh, he uh, has an idea of what he wants to do. Uh, he uh, certainly was not shaken at all by the new pitch clock, uh, and uh, and he was he was just throwing strike after strike. I uh, I think the uh, the Twins are pretty optimistic about uh, about what they what they got there. Uh, he he could be uh, he, he's a a good number two behind uh, Sonny Gray, I think. Phil Miller joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Covers the Twins for the Star Tribune online at startribune.com. Always a lot of great stuff there on uh, the home nine as they get ready for the 23 season. Uh, you, you brought up the pitch clock, the larger bases, uh, all of this sort of stuff. Uh, it, it will be interesting once we get into the regular season and get into the grind of 162, how, how that pitch clock actually works. But from what I've seen, it is a small sample. It, it is definitely uh, moving the games along. I, I think that they're getting that part. They, to even today, a, a game that had a uh, big inning early for the Braves, big inning late for the Twins, it, it was still done in well under three hours. I heard a uh, a member of the Twins organization uh, who probably uh, uh, was uh, not talking for the paper uh, or the radio, but uh, tell me that it was the greatest thing he had ever seen in baseball. That uh, that this is going to completely change the game because it, what it's really done is it's made you realize how out of hand uh, the the slow pace had gotten. How and there's really no reason for it. Uh, um, 
the, the you know, there's a whole generation of hitters used to uh, used to adjusting the Velcro on their gloves after every pitch, and uh, mm. it 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 has not it has not changed the game uh, that you would notice if you didn't know that you were looking for it. Um, and meanwhile, yeah, it has taken it has taken 20 minutes, 30 minutes uh, off of every game. Uh, and uh, yeah, I the I thought that the players would resist. I thought that uh, that it would be that they would feel rushed. I know some minor leaguers last year told me that they felt rushed at times, but there's been enough warning. Uh, they the players know what to expect. Uh, I, I, it has gone far more smoothly than I. And I anticipated, um, you know, one one thing, uh, one problem uh, that I did hear was uh, Sonny Gray said yesterday after he pitched that um, it's right in front of you and you can't help but look at it. And so he found that he was he was getting the pitch, okay, fastball, and instead of looking at the hitter and being uh, committed to the pitch, as he kept putting it, he would he would be thinking, okay, fastball, six. Five, four. Uh, yeah, looking sure. at the, at, at the right. number, and he said, "I can't get that out of my head." Uh, so he needs to. Uh, yeah, we asked uh, uh, if he thought they could turn it off when he was pitching, uh, just uh, you know, enforce the rule. But he doesn't need it. But it. Uh, he said, "You know, I'll develop a uh, a natural rhythm and my and an internal clock, and that won't be a problem." Yeah, and. I, I'm happy to see that part of it. I, I just think from a fan of the game, you're you're absolutely right. You know, the, the pitcher, step off, you know, grab the rosin bag, kick the dirt, and then on the flip side, the batter, the adjusting the gloves, other equipment, you know, tapping the spikes with the bat, looking down for signs, and, and really, you know, putting it back and saying, this is sports entertainment, and we have to think about the fans in the stands and and move this thing along a little bit. Now, the other two, and, and I brought this up before and, and talked with uh, other folks that, that are fans of the game, the, the shift rule or the larger bases, I think that'll be far less noticeable, and we won't really know the statistical impact of that really until down the road, where the pitch clock... I, I think it'll be an immediate impact on Pace play. It, it, it will, although you, it's really not noticeable during the game unless yeah, you are unless you are paying attention to they're not stepping out. So you can still you can still uh, step off the rubber. You can still pick up the rosin bag. You can still step out of the box and take a swing. You just have to be intentional about it. You have to there has to be a purpose behind it. Whereas the the game had gotten off onto just this mindless uh, delay uh, that would for no reason for it. Now, you, yeah. I think you are right about that. I don't know how much uh, we'll notice the loss of the shift. I know uh, Carlos Correa said that uh, he always played back on the grass because he has a strong enough arm where he can make the throw from farther than a lot of shortstops. And so he would go back up for more range, uh, you know, and he won't be able to do that. Um, yeah, they need to be today, on the dirt. Yes. Yeah. Your, uh, your feet have to be on the dirt when the pitcher starts his windup. Um, yesterday, uh, the Phillies, was it yesterday, the day before, uh, um, uh, I think it was the Phillies. Somebody uh, brought in, uh, the games are running together, Steve. 
Um, <laughs> somebody brought in their left fielder to play short right field where they used to back up the second baseman against uh, Joey Gallo and still played a shift that way. They just uh, can't do it with the infielders. Uh, that is an interesting tack, although, boy, it sure opens up a whole lot of yeah. outfield oh. if, uh, if, if you get a pitch outside and you can take it the other way. We'll see how much uh, teams do that. Uh, Rocco uh, Baldelli said the Twins have talked about it and have diagrammed it and have thought about it but have not yet implemented it, and he doesn't know if they will do it. It would, have to, it would just be for the extreme players. Uh, so um, other than that, you're right. I don't know how many uh, fans will notice or miss the shift. I know some pitchers will. Sonny Gray mentioned uh, it yesterday, but uh, – yeah, you know, it, it it will improve the game without without uh, being disruptive. Yeah, and I, and I think average time a game over 162. If you can get that time a game from you know three or three ten down to two forty, that there, there is an advantage in that. I I think it it is more compelling, particularly with the six forty home start on a weeknight at Target Field. You know that. It just some of the ball games were just way too long. It, I, I can remember, uh, you know, going to Target Field in the seven ten first pitch, and you know it, it's nine fifteen, and we're still in the fifth inning. It's like, whoa, yeah. you know, I got to work yeah. tomorrow morning. So yeah, you know, you think of if they take a half hour off of every game, one hundred sixty two games, I'm gonna have eighty more hours uh, to do stuff uh, <laughs> exactly. all summer. Uh, what a what a bargain. Yeah, and, and just think of all the work you'll be able to get done at home, Phil. Uh, well, good, good to visit with you. Thanks for the time. Uh, spring training, we're into March. Countdown to the opener uh, underway. Thank you. Okay, good talking to you, Steve. All right, there he is, Phil Miller, Star Tribune, covers the Twins. Uh, online at startribune.com. Twins fall today to the Braves. Uh, uh, a uh, honorable comeback. Uh, comes up short, 7-5 the final. Twins and Tigers tomorrow. Pablo Lopez on the mound at high noon. Pete Nigeri and Dave Schwartz on the huddle between 10 and noon. Then the ball game at high noon on a Sunday. Quick break. We'll come back. Big Ten tournament. Things tightening up. Iowa still leads Maryland. That game in the third quarter here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Iowa leading Maryland 61-53, late third quarter, target center. The winner gets Ohio State in the Big Ten title game tomorrow. Good crowds at target center. Once again, a big thanks to all the Iowa fans in town spending all that money and uh, helping out with our tax revenue. It's phenomenal. Kurt Kitayama, your leader at 9 under par at Bay Hill PGA Tour. Victor Hovland, Scotty Scheffler, one back. Tyrell Hatton, two back. Rory McIlroy, Harris English, Lurk, three back. Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth in a group. Five under par should be a fantastic final round at the Arnold Palmer tomorrow at Bay Hill. That will be part of my viewing plans. We'll have the weather in a moment. Then uh, our good buddy Mike Wall will join us from Space.com. Big week uh, for SpaceX. Uh, four humans launched, three astronauts, cosmonaut to the International Space Station. We'll get Mike's thoughts on that 
coming up. And then Jess Myers from the rink live. Golden Gopher women's hockey win the WCHA final face-off. He was at Ritter for that. That is all before six here on CCO. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast coming up a little bit later on before the end of the show jess myers from the rink live golden go for women uh get a w today over ohio state they head for the ncaa tournament they will host next saturday and a win there would send them to the Frozen Four. So uh, we hope to uh, we hope to visit with Jazz before the end of the program. We were going to talk with uh, Mike Wall from Space.com, and, and I gotta ask, Josh, Mike not available? Did we get him or uh, still trying to track him down? At the oh, all, all right. Yeah, why, why, why don't we pass at this point because uh, time is getting so tight. Uh, once again, we were going to visit with our friend Mike Wall uh, from Space.com uh, about the big launch. Three astronauts and a Russian cosmonaut blast off from uh, Cape Canaveral down in Florida. Uh, we were going to visit about that and a couple other items, but uh, we'll do it another time. We'll have Mike back down the road. I do want to mention, though, it is Championship Saturday uh, the State Wrestling Tournament at the XL Energy Center in St. Paul. Individual champions 
will be crowned tonight. And it is one of the great scenes in high school sports. With all those mats going in AAA, AA, and single A, and seeing those individual champions crowned, it, it is absolutely incredible. And the uh, team championships are now decided on Thursday. Then they move into the individual events on Friday and then complete with championship Saturday. And we want to recap Jackson County Central won the 1A title over Caledonia Houston 43-19 on Saturday. Uh, congrats to the 2A champions. And uh, the powerhouse Simley rolls over New Prague 46-20. to uh, Simley the team to beat, it seems, every year in 2A. And then in the 3A championship, Hastings, with three pins to close it, shocks number one seed St. Michael Albertville 33-32. It was quite a finish. And once again, championship Saturday. And then also, a boys swimming and diving uh, wraps up today uh, with the double uh, A uh, individual and diving finals tonight over at the Freeman Aquatic Center at the University of Minnesota. Class A champions were crowned in individual events and the team competition today. So, uh, once again, congrats to all the champions in 1A. Once again, uh, 2A uh, will be decided tonight over at the Freeman Aquatic Center over at the University of Minnesota. And still to come, we have the Boys State Hockey Tournament starting next Wednesday with 1A, Warroad, the number one seed, and then 2A on Thursday, Minnetonka, the number one seed, and all those games on Channel 45 starting on Wednesday with 1A, and then, of course, quarterfinals for 2A on Thursday. But a big week as Boys Section Tournament gets started in basketball, and then uh, Girls uh, Tournament play with section finals galore around the state in four classes. So 32 teams will punch their ticket uh, to the girls' state tournament. And then that will start the following week with the final state tournament of the winter season being boys' basketball. Quick update, eight minutes to go in the game. Iowa leading Maryland 68-63 at Target Center. The winner will take on Ohio State tomorrow at Target Center in the Big Ten Tournament Championship game. Ohio State was down to number one seed Indiana by as many as 24 points. They roar back to win the game. It is the largest comeback in tournament history. The previous big comeback was 19. So the Ohio State Buckeyes made history today. Their 79-75 win over Indiana. We'll take a break. Talk hockey. College hockey to be exact. Jess Myers from the rink live will join us. He was at Ritter earlier today to see Minnesota's win over Ohio State. We'll do that in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Here we are to the end of the program. We got started at 11 a.m. sitting in for Shaletta Tech Talk. We had the Twins and Braves. Braves prevail 7-5. to Twins on the radio tomorrow. Uh, they'll take on the Tigers down in Fort Myers at noon. Pablo Lopez 
on the mound in that one. Don't forget the huddle, Pete Nigerian, Dave Schwartz, between 10 and noon. Rob Driesline, Outdoor News, between 5 and 6, so a monster sports day. And, oh, by the way, still have the Timberwolves and Kings from Sacramento tonight. Pre-game at 8.30 with Cal, Alan Horton with all the play-by-play here on the home of the Timberwolves. Uh, college hockey today, Ritter Arena, WCHA final phase, soft title game, Minnesota and Ohio State. Golden Gophers prevailed. Jess Myers from the rink live was there. Jess, uh, quite a game, quite a win for Minnesota. All is quiet at Ritter Arena right now, Steve, but that certainly wasn't the uh, the case earlier. Uh, a fun game between two Two really, really good teams, um, and and that's one thing that Nadine Muzzerell, the coach at Ohio State, said afterwards. You know, the, Minnesota's a very, very good team. We're a very, very good team, she said, and uh, this is kind of what you expect when these two teams get together. It's happened all season. Now, here's what's interesting. The uh, Ohio State wins the regular season WCHA title. The Gophers now today with a 3-1 to win. They win the WCHA playoff title. The Gophers were 3-1-1 one, and one against the Buckeyes this year. Now, Ohio State is still probably going to get the top seed in the NCAA tournament when the field is announced tomorrow. That's going to be at 11 a.m. But uh, the Gophers are playing some really, really good hockey right now, and both of these try- teams are ultimately trying to get to Duluth in two weeks from now for the Frozen Four. Uh, and, and, you know, both of them, I think, are, are going to be considered probably the co-favorites to come out as the national champions. And uh, the, the the Frozen Four this year is is that is that at Penn State? No, last year was at Penn State. Ohio oh, okay. State won their first title last year. Uh, this year it's at Amsoil Arena in Duluth. So, oh yeah, that that's right. It, it, it yeah. Uh, um, so the field's going to be announced tomorrow. The folks who crunch the numbers are predicting that Penn State is going to come here and Minnesota Duluth is going to come here. Those two teams will play each other. The winner of that game will get the Gophers and, and with a trip to the Frozen Four on the line. That's, that's the prediction. We will know the, the full field, like I said, tomorrow, 11 a.m. Uh, Brad Frost, the, the Gophers coach, said he's going to go and celebrate tonight and then the team's going to get together tomorrow to watch the selection show and kind of figure out their ultimate NCAA tournament fate. But keep in mind now, if Minnesota Duluth comes here, number one, uh, the Bulldogs are trying to get to the Frozen Four and play on their home ice, so that's some real yeah. incentive for them. Number two, UMD came here last year for the NCAA tournament and knocked off the Gophers, who were the WCHA champions. So uh, a lot of kind of fun storylines and, and maybe some bad memories for Gopher fans that they want to they wanna flush away. They want to get, get those, uh, those memories out of their head. Yeah, so big win today. Uh, they they will certainly be at home though uh, next week with with the chance to go up to the Frozen Four. I think Amsoil is going to be a great setting for it. I think it'll be a wonderful draw up there. Absolutely, you know, uh, UMD has been uh, a powerhouse in women's college yep. hockey for the past you know twenty some years now. So they love their Bulldogs up there. They love, they love their hockey up there, and being that. You know, these teams play each other in the WCHA so often. You know, the, the teams that wind up in Duluth are probably going to be pretty familiar with the place. Uh, it's an 11-team NCAA field. And, and like I say, the Gophers, the Bulldogs, the Buckeyes, and Wisconsin are all but guaranteed uh, spaces in, in that 11-team field. So it'll be really interesting to see what comes out of this. But this is a Gopher women's team that, 
you know, we expected some great things out of when they had players like Grace Dunwinkle and Abby Murphy, both of whom were on the Olympic team last year. Both of them decided to come back and play another year of college hockey. Abby Murphy, one of those just hard-nosed, frustrating to play against kind of players, uh, a Chicago kid. And, man, does she wear that uh, that Chicago style and Chicago attitude on her sleeve with the way she plays. You know, she's just as likely to, to get a, a game-winning goal, and she did that in both games in this tournament, as she is to get a penalty. And she uh, she did that a few times in this tournament as well. So uh, just, just a fun player to watch and, and kind of a, a throwback to, to kind of an old-school hockey player. So uh, Golden Gophers win that. WCHA final faceoff. We'll learn more about the bracket. Meanwhile, the Big Ten men's tournament getting underway. Golden Gophers get a breather. Yeah, and this was interesting. Uh, Bob Mosco took a little bit of a different approach. Number one, he doesn't like having a weekend off. Some some yeah. coaches would love to get some time off to rest up. He hates it. He would love to be playing this weekend. But because they won the regular season, they get this weekend off. And he looked at the calendar and he looked at his guys and said, you know what, we can't just sit around campus all weekend and and sit here for a week waiting to play. So he took an interesting approach this weekend. They're having kind of a fake road trip this weekend. They, They packed up. They got on a bus yesterday. They went down to Rochester, Minnesota. You know, Bob Motzko is a southern Minnesota guy. He's from Austin originally. You know, so he he knows southern hockey pretty well. Uh, they stayed overnight there last night. They practiced there yesterday. They had another practice this morning. And then uh, right about now, 6 o'clock down at Graham Arena in Rochester, the Gophers are having an inter- inter-squad scrimmage that's open to the public. I know they've got a lot of people there. So, he, you know, like I say, the coach said, oh, we couldn't wow. just sit around all weekend and, and wait to play. We, we, had to, we had to get out and do some stuff and have some fun and, and kind of keep the guys uh, on their toes a little bit. So hopefully there's not a lot of rust uh, a week from now, when uh, when their their first round uh, Big Ten uh, tournament foe will come into the into town uh, for a one game playoff. So Big Ten tournament, that's all good, but they should be very safe to get to the NCAA tournament, no matter what happens. Absolutely, with a 16 team field, the fact that they're ranked number one in the in the pairwise, the computer rankings right now, they will be in the NCAA tournament. Uh, it, most likely. Uh, the regional that's going to be held in Fargo, so not too far up the road. You know, folks, uh, if you're a Gopher fan, it's not too tough to get on uh, I-94 West and head up to Fargo and see some games up there. Uh, the the only fear of Gopher fans, and I don't even know if it's a fear, but it's just kind of an annoyance, is if somehow North Dakota were to sneak into the NCAA tournament, they would get sent to Fargo, too. And let's be honest, the Fighting Hawks would be the home yeah. team up right. there at that regional. So, so Gopher fans don't necessarily want to see that. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, for you, Jess, this is working out beautifully. You get uh, Golden Gopher women at home. Uh, The Golden Gopher men, when they resume Big Ten, you know, they're here in the cities. The the women's Frozen Four is up in North Dakota. That regional's in Fargo. I mean, this is ideal for Jess Myers. In in past years, I've been flying to places like Middleton, yeah, Colorado, and and uh, or, or Loveland, excuse me, Loveland, Colorado, and Worcester, Massachusetts, and South Bend for Big Ten playoffs, and all over the place. And this year, 
Steve, I'm not getting on a plane again until I go to Tampa for the men's Frozen Four in yeah. uh, a little bit more than a month from now. So it, it's working out pretty good. I will get a lot of windshield time in because it'll be yeah. you know driving up to Duluth and and uh, and driving to Fargo and places like that. But hey, it's it's all good fun, and this is this is the best time of year with the state hockey tournament. Uh, for the boys next, uh, you know, starting up on Wednesday and, and you know, the, the college playoffs going on. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Waro, the number one in 1A, Minnetonka, the number one in 2A starting on Thursday. Well, Jazz, it's always good to visit with you. Thanks for the time, and uh, hopefully we can do it again soon. We'll check in a week from now uh, at the rink live. I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll probably be at Mariucci then, and, and we'll talk about uh, go for men's playoffs. So that'll be fun. Outstanding. Thanks, Jess. Jess Myers from the rink live spent the afternoon at Ritter Arena where Minnesota beat Ohio State in the WCHA final faceoff. Iowa leading Maryland 76-73, under four to go in the game. The winner gets Ohio State at Target Center in the Big Ten title game. Big thanks to all our guests joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Big thanks to Josh Wheeler, our producer extraordinaire, Big thanks to you for tuning in. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.